0: Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Seary. Before we begin, I want to make sure that you know that I appreciate you, I appreciate your support, and I'm glad to be able to have you as part of my life through this podcast. Uh, If you could do me a giant favor before you move on, after you listen, just click a quick 5-star rating on whatever platform you're tuning in on, and that would be super neat. Last week we took a look at how the left-of-normal child plays with toys, and how it's generally a little different, and many of the toys aren't actually toys at all. Instead they're Objects that are collected that become treasures and they join a collection of other random knickknacks. Now, if this doesn't make any sense to you, just kind of think about as you're walking down the street and paying attention to what you see around you. Usually, there's not a whole lot actually lying in the street. Maybe some sticks, a few pebbles, leaves. But then suddenly you find a piece of something. Maybe it's a scrap of metal that fell off a trailer, maybe it's half of a burner phone that some drug dealer tossed out the window, or maybe it's just a handful of drill bits. These make your way into the pockets and backpacks. They're, be, they're stored there and saved until a frustrated parent throws all the treasures away. Now keep in mind these treasures aren't necessarily burner phones and drill bits, they can also be cool pine cones, sticks, maybe a leaf that has a special pattern on it, or just a neat rock. So that brings us up to speed with this week. uh, Shortly before Christmas, uh, we're in the middle of Christmas season. I'll zip through a handful of today's stories and a handful of what I can remember from my childhood about winter in general, Christmas, Santa, and overall the holiday season. Back when I was a youngster, I thoroughly enjoyed the winter months. More snow on the ground meant better days, and somehow the shortened hours of daylight weren't really an issue. In fact, I even even remember longing for winter as a teenager because it was dark out later and that meant sleeping in was easier. As an adult, however, I'm not as big of a fan, both of the darkness and of sleeping in. 6am, you're burning daylight. The darkness is frustrating. Uh, The snow on the road makes me sad when I drive, and overall, the whole season is just not as enjoyable. Of course, I've largely stopped many of my winter sports activities. Throughout my teenage years, every single weekend was spent skiing at Red Lodge Mountain, and the handful of days I had off where I wasn't skiing, me and my friends would run off somewhere into the mountains to build a snow cave and spend a frigid night in the wilderness. During college and shortly after, I did a bit of ice climbing and snow camping. Now, however, I just don't do as much of that. It's not that I don't want to, it's just there's a lot of other stuff going on. Combine that with the fact that I now pay bills and the cold weather isn't as appealing because that means the heating bill continues to climb. Okay, enough of the depressing adult stuff. Let's have fun as a kid in December. For a lot of left of normal kids, the holiday season can be frustrating. It's a departure from the normal routine, it might mean friends and family that you rarely see, and then they always come up to you and say, oh my goodness, how much you've grown. And I look at them and say, lady, I don't even know who you are, how do you know how much I've grown? And of course it means large meals filled with foods that you only eat once or twice a year, and... They otherwise taste horrible. I'm looking at you, turkey stuffing and weird green bean casseroles with those crunchy onion things on top. As a child, there are different frustrations that come in with this time of year. It's fun and exciting to have a week or two off of school, and that's especially true when it's cold and snowy, and the days are filled with sledding, snowballs, and otherwise staying out until your nose goes numb, and then you run inside for hot chocolate, and then you have that weird kind of waterlogged feel where you can't tell if it's sweat because you bundled up too much or it's melted snow because you spent the last six hours rolling in it. On some uh, some occasions, as children, uh, wild ideas would creep into our heads. And so we used the little fence in the backyard to climb up onto the roof. Then at the peak, we laid down a sled and cruised right over the edge, and into the bushes outside the bedroom window. It never really occurred to us that if we overshot the bushes, we would smash into the concrete driveway. But when you're nine years old with access to the roof, sledding off the roof is like level 10 hardcore stuff. I think we ended up getting two runs in before my mom came out wondering what the thumping was coming from the roof and put an end to those shenanigans. In the days leading up to Christmas, uh, our family had a little advent calendar. It counted down the days. It was just a cardboard thing, and we reused it year after year. Inside each window, each little door, I don't remember exactly what they were, but there's like some sort of picture in there. And part of the joy of the season was anticipating when the next little door would open. And remembering that little icon or picture that I hadn't seen in over a year and it was exciting to see something memorable, something that I remembered. Usually at school we'd make one of those paper chains and every day leading up to Christmas we pulled off one of the rings and as the chain got shorter, Christmas got closer about five weeks out from Christmas, leading on, we also had an Advent uh, candle or a candelabra type thing. Uh, As a family, we would sit down and there were scripture passages that we would read every evening before dinner started, and about a month or so out from Christmas. And there was a little bit longer one every Sunday. And each Sunday we would light another candle so that The Sunday before Christmas, there were four candles lit, and then on Christmas Day, the larger center candle would be lit. I can't pinpoint why, but I absolutely hated that tradition. It was really kind of boring, and most likely the scriptures were read from the King James version of the Bible with way too many these and thous. They didn't make sense to somebody under 10 years old, and really the only good thing was lighting the candle because fires fun but with three brothers we only got to light one candle each because or one candle once because otherwise there would be a whole lot of fighting and there still was a whole lot of fighting and i'm pretty sure 90% of my mom's energy was spent just stopping these fights so that candelabra advent thing leading up to christmas was a tradition in our home I expected it, I knew what was coming up and I actually kind of dreaded it Christmas fortunately was organized in a rather logical manner we followed a strict routine and I don't know, I don't think that was specifically for my benefit or my brother's benefit or the rest of the family's it's just how it was the routine generally started on Christmas Eve about 2pm At that time, we started to get ready for Christmas Eve church. Over the years, it became quite the predictable sermon, the story of Jesus, how he was born, a bunch of angels named Harold hearkened his coming, and a bunch of shepherds were told about the event. And then before the service was over, we took communion. Growing up in a Southern Baptist church, we only did communion six times each year, and as a kid, it was the longest and the most drawn out part of the service. Nobody paid attention, at least not any of my peers, because we had the rest of the evening to get to. Upon returning home, all us kids would go play while parents got dinner ready, and our Christmas Eve tradition was a bunch of Dungeness crab. And there was probably some other food involved, but nobody ate it. Everyone just filled up on crab, except for the one year when Our crab was rotten, and we had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. After dinner was done and cleaned up, it was time for presents. Our presents were organized into two categories, those from family and those from Santa. The Santa presents obviously weren't there yet, but beneath the tree were all the gifts that we had gotten for each other. We opened those presents on Christmas Eve. Most of the time they were really stupid ones that no kid wants, socks, underwear, and other clothing. And then there were the trinkets and other crap that young kids got for their parents that the parents didn't really want but had to pretend to be excited about because the child bought it with their hard-earned money. And then that night, of course, it was hard to sleep. We would lie awake for what felt like hours. In reality, is was probably about 30 minutes. And our rule was we couldn't get up before 6 a.m. And when we did finally wake up the next morning, there was always a new pillow at the foot of our bed, and Santa had let, left a bunch of gifts under the tree and stuffed in the stockings. I noticed that the gifts were always nice and logical. My oldest brother liked art and music, so he got gifts around that. <clears throat> my next older brother liked sports, so he his gifts kind of revolved around that theme. I liked science and math, and mine were themed around those topics, and my younger brother had a conglomerate of different gifts because he was a bit more well-rounded than the rest of us. When a gift didn't match the personality, I actually got a little bit upset. Now, I didn't ever show it because it was pounded into me from a very young age that you are always to act polite and always act grateful, even if the gift you received was rubbish and you absolutely hated it. And I never realized at the time but gifts that didn't match the personality was very illogical and why would a parent or santa do such a thing then there's the weird week between christmas and new years nothing really happens you consume way too much sugar and the novelty of all those new gifts off wears off really quickly as an adult this is and has been one of my most hated weeks of the year. When I used to work in an office job I had to go in so everyone else could have the week off. I believe it was mostly due to the fact that everyone knew I wouldn't stand up for myself and I'd just go in and plus I wasn't salaried so either I went in and sat around in boredom or I didn't get paid. Now running my own business it's a stressful time because Everyone is off relaxing, but if I don't get my work done, I don't get paid. So it's kind of a mad rush to cram as much as I can into a couple of hours per day, and then disappoint everyone when I don't want to go do anything, and I just want to sit around and drink eggnog until I puke. Okay, so let's wrap this thing up like a gift we'll put under the tree. What's the takeaway here? What's the summary of this monologue? I'm going to lay it out here in two parts. As an adult, I don't really care much for this season. It's not Christmas especially, and it's not the fact that I don't like the decorations or lights on all the houses. It's more of, I don't like, first of all, the disruption of it all, but even more so the time of year. And, you know, while it's a bit magical here in December, and winter is still new as Christmas is... But as soon as Christmas is done, the lights come down, the decor goes away, and then it's just cold, dark, and gray. For those with left of normal children, understand that they don't understand why things are frustrating. Many of them are going to feel a bit off, and they will not be able to pinpoint why. Because even as an adult, I can't fully pinpoint why. But realize that there are going to be foods they hate, and they will be forced to eat them. There will be people they don't want to be around, and they will be forced to be around them. There will be a lack of routine and little escape from social pressures. So when they would rather hang out in their room reading or playing instead of being with other people, just let them keep their sanity instead of forcing your sanity upon them. Today you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right, if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join the Facebook community, and ask any questions you have over there. Remember that even though Christmas is a joyous time, it's an exhausting time for a lot of people. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they're left, normies, or right.